Good afternoon, traders and investors. Let's get into at the close. It looks like a sea of red, but Apple holding the market up? This is interesting. There's not many times that I can look and see all the sectors down, but yet the SPY really isn't too far down today. Interesting to note that. Let's go ahead. Let's dive in and see what Joel thinks of this market. Welcome to at the close. Let's dive in. All right, it is time for pre-market prep at the close. Three consecutive highs opened, matched yesterday's low, and then once it took out there, that's all the breakout momentum traders needed. All right, let's bring on Joel and see what he sees in this market. It looks like it's a battle on out there right now. Yeah, a lot of red, buddy. A lot of red on the screen, and I don't know if that's going to change. We are 30 handles off the low. Uh, tell me when you guys uh, get sick of me hearing about a, saying about a potential double bottom here. Uh, the true low yesterday, uh, 46 and a quarter. That was your go-back go back slow. We went to 43 and a quarter. We're 30 handles of it. That's the most positive news I can give you. Uh, more negative news. The buck won't stop. Trades over 110 today, up 45 cents. Once again, just trying to bust through that 110 area. TLT, they're not looking for pump and pile to say anything good. New low, new multi-month low. Uh, crude, we gave you a level in crude today, uh, 86. It repelled off that. We're now down at buck 44 at 83.92. Gold in the red by 420, 16.74. Silver. Itching its way towards 19, down at nine cents at 19.26 and a half. And Bitcoin, $700 range, down 455 at 19,025. And Ethereum futures, they're in the red too. That merge was not, not very good, down eight bucks at 13.53. One more, we forgot the dollar. The dot. Well, I said the dollar index. Oh, you said, yeah, right, I, I gave that at sure. the top. At the top, I gave the dollar index. You see it? They're the dollar okay. futures. Continuous. Con yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? I think someone said there were some higher levels back in '02. I don't know how far back, but all you need to look at is a, a close above 110 here, and that's another breakout. Let's see if my monthlies. This is a rolling front month contract, but uh, we need. Uh, uh oh yeah we've been higher yeah the last time we were over uh a buck in the buck uh that was back in uh september of 2003 we went ahead what a high at uh 103.38 uh sure hope we're not going there spoos are perking up i didn't give on my i didn't find my mid-range on the session i was kind of scrambling here to get on the show but uh there, there's some carnage out there today man and they didn't they did buy that Ford news, huh? Yeah, they did not buy that Ford news. It kept going down there. They said, uh, well, I don't know about that uh, reaffirmed guidance there. And it got hit hard. Um, I saw that GM tried to, you know, maybe fluffing up the industry a little bit with the news that came out from GM in the middle of the day about that they agreed to sell 175,000 electric vehicles to Hertz Global over the next five years, but that didn't even even save that stock. Uh, it looks like Ford just fighting, trying to get back, but can't do it. And, and for a second there, it made a nice move. I mean, think about it from July to August. 
Um, that was a pretty decent move up in there and forward coming back towards 16. Now heading right back down there. Yeah, I think uh, you were you were tongue in cheek. You said eleven bucks uh, on the early show, and yeah. uh, boy, oh boy, they held it up to the open, and then just boom, that first half hour they just made didn't even blink at fourteen bucks. Uh, what a you know maybe I picked the wrong hole number. What is the uh, the current low? Did it get all the way down to thirteen? 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Uh, that's the low, only four cents above it. You're going to have some people looking at their statements and saying, four to 13, get me out. Uh, big percentage day on big volume. Uh, government motors, that's going south too. I mean, you know, you look at these, you know, they come out with the news. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a stock. It's a car stock. Ford's going down. It's it's hard <laughs> to ignore that. Uh, yeah. Spoons might even, let's see, we're 40 points off the low. Now we're still not back mid-range on the session, but we do have a nice, nice little rally going in here to the close to see if it can continue. Um, that Tesla, man. what They couldn't beast. hit it. I thought they would maybe hit it because of the Ford news and maybe just smack it right back down below the 300. It tried for a second to just break a little bit and right back up there. New high for the move. New high all over the August high. Mitch mentioned those closes above uh, 311, a con you know, congested area. Almost there. Uh, yeah, almost there. Uh, I mean, I don't know the mechanics. I don't know the car industries, but maybe they're using different supplies and, you know, different ways to make the car. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in my, uh, ourselves. We didn't, uh, we didn't go sympathy enough today. And, uh, you know, okay. these stocks are not probably on a lot of people's radar, but man, what if you MGA like Magna, I mean, how the heck's that going to have a good day on a day like this? Uh, you exactly. did have the lower open BWA, Boom! That's down a buck twenty-three. Give give me uh give me some other uh give me some other auto uh supplier stocks. Do you have any? Yeah, I can get you that right off the back here. Okay, uh, just give you one second here to pull it up. That MDA, uh, Magna, and um, just give me one what second. Else? There's got to be another one. Uh, hey, did, yeah. Did you see what that eight that AAP did yesterday too? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, it was up. Uh, what that wasn't AAP. What was the one that um that reported AZO? Did you see the turnaround Ooh. in that thing yesterday? Holy yeah. mackerel! Here, here you got. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We'll, we'll take a quick look at AZO. Yeah, reversing there, and I I mean this is one of those that I just feel like. I mean, look at that monthly trend. That's been a big run for twenty one. Eventually, there's got to be some profit taking, right? I mean. That to me seems like the, but one thing is if it can hold that bottom trend, this has a tendency of going up and down on that one. So AZO, uh, but let's talk about some of those other ones. You just mentioned that uh, BWA, there's LKQ, um, which is an auto parts kind of maker there. Um, ALV, and I'm going with some high cap names here, uh, but even kind of like a uh, battery player, QS coming down, even though it tried to bounce there. None of these names are really kind of showing strength here. Um, a lot of them coming down. You can look at Dan Incorporated. That's also coming down. A lot of these not favorite names, but it was also, I mean, when you looked at the auto manufacturers, what concerns me not necessarily is maybe Tesla, but what about the smaller players like Fisker and Lucid that are trying to put their forefront 
uh, their feet out there in the markets. And look at that turnaround in Fisker. Even though they're having a new car coming out in about two months now, about a month and a half, um, in November, they're going to have their vehicle released. And I think they're going to have issues too. And a lot of it is what I was talking about on Stock Market Movers today, which was the trends in vehicles. We're seeing massive spikes in what a new vehicle price. And so we started thinking, okay, the used car vehicles are starting to go down. Inflation's going down. But what's happened up happening is the used car prices are going down, but new car prices are going up. So this is causing an issue in the auto manufacturing. And also, um, that's what I also think we're seeing from Ford mentioned here is that the demand now has gone away from the used vehicles and is going to the new vehicles, but there's nothing no, on the no lot. <laughs> there's nothing on the lot. And so, and even if you are going for the stuff that are on the lot, you're paying way over sticker price. Did you know the average vehicle, new car, it, right now from Kelly Blue Book is 48,000. You're kidding me. The wow. average vehicle, we're not talking about luxury. We're including all of them in there. The average new vehicle is costing right now $48,000. Oh, and, and it's uh, and what about uh, what if you want to finance something? I mean, oh, <laughs> uh, look at this stat. This was an interesting from August 21 to now uh, September 22, vehicles have gone up 10.8% for new vehicle pricing. And uh, this is what I was talking about on stock market movers. This is one of the reasons that you're seeing these car companies struggle, really. Let's just be honest. If they can't even get the vehicles to the line, they can't get the vehicles actually made. How are they going to get it to the dealership? How are they going to get it sold? Yeah, I think I, I think that's what uh, I think that's what Ford investors were uh, thinking about today. Like, yeah, okay, you can you can uh, paint that uh, you know that that rosy picture, but you know what you know what's going to happen? I mean, I, I guess it will just be you know you just have to see what what happened. I mean, we got the Fed tomorrow. Maybe the Fed's going to say supply chains are easing, and you know maybe. You could say things are going really bad with uh, with the economy, and that will give us a perk. But um, you know, just you know, one day we had one day yesterday, one light volume up day, right? And then what happens after the close, man? Ford comes out. I mean, so we're already having a bad earnings season, and earnings season hasn't even started yet. So a uh, lot of different, uh, a lot of different uh, things. What? Did did you check to see why we had the strength in Apple today? Did they did they uh, did they mention any kind of uh, was there any kind uh, of news? This is, just, this is just the iPhone lovers just taking over here. At least that's what I feel. And then we also talked about it technically at the one fifty, right? Feel like the people are willing to take it a shot in names like Apple and Tesla, where they're getting a little bit more wary is in kind of tech names like Microsoft, kind of the value tech. Uh, I would still consider Apple to me growth tech and kind of Tesla into that growth. And they're willing to take their shots, at least what I feel in Apple and Tesla versus, let's say, a Google or a Microsoft. Oh, did you see, if you want a disheartening chart here, uh, look at Google. Google actually made its low in May. You made a new low today. Uh, getting back, a new. I mean, you are above it right now. Uh, but boy, oh boy, living off the uh, the uh, the YouTube growth is uh, 
is uh, is fading and you know just you don't hear anything good out of them and then you know the whole advertising thing i mean a bit I, that's the other thing too i mean i think that uh, for like facebook and some of these companies i mean the advertising revenue uh it's just got it's just got to be getting whacked uh looking at the spoos at 3884 um i just jotted down uh mid range on the session if we could get back all the way to 3890, uh, that would be mid-range on the session. That would be a, a halfway decent thing. And then um, also, you know what uh, 3890 is? 3890 was Friday's close. That's your low close of the move. So uh, you got some confluence going on there at 3890, currently trading just under that 3884. All right, getting a last-minute run here in some of the oil stocks. At least that's what I'm showing on my sector. Let me start going through the okay. micro outlook. Look at Oxy. It is pushing a little bit here towards the close. Not at least yeah. a bad close for those names as they were you know, ugly on the intraday action. Now towards the close, not going to close that bad there as Let's XOM see. and Oxy starting mm, to be covered. Look at that. Look at that. 65 bucks. You got to clear out that seller at 65 uh, good relative strength today, even though you had uh, that decline in oil. Uh, 65.04, you're high on, high on Friday. 64.94, you're high on Monday. Your current high, 64.80. So there's a big seller perched at the point there. Uh, keep an eye on that. Resistance is resistance until it's taken out. Um, look both ways, right? Look both ways on that trade. If you're shortening and it goes through, then why not flip to a long? And uh, that's it. That's uh, that's Oxy. Looks. Uh, let's look at XOM. Man, XOM. I don't know why I have these lines on here. That was probably a uh, bogus. Oh, that was a retracement. Still, still struggling with uh, that whole fifty percent retracement. Not as a pretty chart as you have um, in the uh, in the Oxy. But what I will say is that is an inside day. So you take out the top of yesterday's range, ninety three forty nine. You got some room on the upside. Um, and then let's go to CVX. Uh, CVX. Daily Chevron Corporation, mm, 157, knock out that seller, trading at the high of the session, 156.70. Yesterday's high, 156.94. You can see big, big room to the upside uh, if, in fact, it could clear that level. That's yeah, by running also probably helping it out here now towards 385. I'm seeing it. So getting a little bit of a bounce there. General Mills reporting before the bell tomorrow, getting a little bit of run into the close here. What do you think about General Mills? And oh, just, just hanging out there, you know, near all-time high, right? I guess people are still leading. Uh, let's uh, see if we can get anything here on the dailies. Uh, I know these food stocks, they usually, you know, they make like a 2 $3 move, and then they usually are contrarian. But what I would keep an eye on this one, if I was a General Mills trader, is I'd be focused here on, is this 76 here? Hmm, yeah, because I was on the monthly. Uh, yeah, you're stacking up here at uh, 76. Four of your last six highs right at 76. Don't get too faked out. If you go through 76, make sure you take it to 76 and a half. So just a lot, a lot of patience selling here, trying to sell on strength. Um, on the downside, 
come back. So let me take a look at 74. Uh, actually, the low on uh, on Thursday, 73.78. But uh, a couple lows at that $74 area. So we'll, we'll go 74.76, but it's pressing up against that $76 level as we speak. I'm looking for some positive. Yeah, so that's enough. tomorrow. General Mills is tomorrow. What else do yeah. we have on that earnings docket? So on the earnings docket, you'll get after the bell tomorrow, you get Lennar. Okay. So housing stock. And then those housing stocks, they don't look the best lately. They're starting to really start showing some signs of worry. I think they're starting to finally, the stocks are showing what we've been seeing in the housing market finally starting to come down. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, at the end of the day, they're not coming down really fast. If you take a look at where the pandemic numbers were for Lennar, I mean, it was down at $27. It's $77. Well, I think I think the uh, – like, and I've said this before, you know, replacing, uh, you know, that, the housing stock. I think, you know, these uh, – um, the uh, uh, these big colonials, people aren't having as much kids. I think it's you know it's going to be a replacement. Um, what the process is, I don't think these guys are overbuilding now. I think some of the supply, uh, you know, at least you know, not for Dennis's stove or whatever. I guess I won't be going over to his house for dinner. Uh, but uh, some of that stuff. Uh, the other negative though is interest rates. You know, yeah. interest rates still climbing up. People, you know, uh, on those adjustable rates, or people looking to, uh, you know, to get new mortgages. So. Um, you know, and I haven't even checked on Rocket lately. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. They're gonna have Just, to change that name soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. gonna have to change the name soon. It can't be called Rocket. Yeah, you like this. Yeah, UWMC. So um, you know, we're you know, we're we're so dependent on the Fed there. Uh that's what we look for. Could it get to that 50%? Just not yet here. Uh, just trying to remain in the 43.8 handle. And Mitch, I think you said it at the top of the show. There's like bad days, you know, like that when they really hurt you and they, and they close on the lows. But yeah. as of right now, you know, a little bit of optimism. 40 handles off that low. Parallels in the same area. What happened uh, during the Globex session and uh, the buyers uh, today in the regular session? You know, it's one thing we talked about it in live trading. And I, it was from a mention in the chat. And I thought it was interesting mention was it just seems like today was kind of more of that, you know, algorithmic volume. Like it looked like a lot of retail and bigger traders were probably just not taking their bet early on. And I felt like a, a lot of that early chop that we had in there early in the day, those were machines that were trading that early chop. You know, if you look at the queues, look how you went sideways on the queues for like the first, what was it? Uh, 1.3 hours all the way until about 1050 until you finally broke out of that. That's easily how you see those kind of computers taking control, just playing the range in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. While us humans, it's just very hard to trade within that range. Uh, well, I mean, you know, the cues, I mean, I won't say it's a horrible looking chart. I mean, you have an area. Uh, it, this did not pierce this Friday low on uh, either day. And this is uh, really closer to yesterday's high than anything else. 91.21, currently trading 91.07. Uh, but man, oh man, you know, it's one stock that's doing it. Uh, but you know, you have, you have, uh, you have your bogey here. 
Um, both on the upside and the downside. Two higher lows um, in the QQQs. Uh, you know, how often can you say that? Looks like uh, the grains report today probably, uh, well, it came out yesterday in the afternoon. It's probably helping out that wheat trade because it's up 6% from the open here today. Big move. W E A T, getting some lift. I just had Tukrium on. <laughs> just on Monday, uh, we talked about this, and what they were more looking for is concerns in corn. Um, that's what they were pointing towards. And look at that corn little spike today. That's been moving on up. Unexpected kind of uh, shortages in corn are definitely uh, something to watch, right? I also saw soybean also being mentioned uh, of a shortage watch. And so you're seeing that one trying to push through the 2775. Mm-hmm. Keep these on your radar. We'll see what happens. Of course, we don't want to see these kind of rip because there goes inflation again coming back exactly. for this food. Yeah, this um, is, so yeah. Just yeah. keep it on your radar. That's I. I don't want to even want to see this going up. You, the bear in me even is like, no, no, Mitch, it's not good. <laughs> uh, well, you had the uh, well, we had Angie Setzer on, and you know she reduced acreage. I mean, that's all there is to it. Uh, uh, the weather, you know, let less yield, uh, less production. Uh, then uh, I also had Al Kleiss um, on uh, on uh, the uh, pre market prep plus, and he said the same thing. I mean, there's just this is not much as much coming out of the uh, the ground. Supply is holding steady, um, yeah. so this this is not boding well for the uh, uh, the, the November inflation uh, report. Did we you, just to skip back here? Did we go over Goog? I, I mentioned Goog. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, that I did, ugly did chart. Over there, Goog. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Microsoft and Google are in the same yeah. boat. They're in the yep. cutting through the lows boat. And that's normally yep. not what we want to see some of our leadership. Another thing to mention on today, the market breadth, right? Well, it seemed like only two stocks held us up today. If you want to include Tesla in there, you can, but mainly Apple, right? Not what you want to be seeing from your market breadth when you're seeing everything else, at least you know, relatively everything else on my, you know, sectors and industries all in the red. That shows me that only a couple stocks held us up today and we could get knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. We get knocked down as uh, we kind of cold there uh, in the uh, 3880 handle. Not sure what imbalances came through on that. Uh, but uh, we will be posting. Uh, we did make a new uh, low for the recent down move. There's no doubt about that. Um, and if we can, uh, unless we close above 38.90, which is not looking like a high bot probability trade right now, we will be posting a new low for the recent decline. So uh, the stats are not not favoring the market. Uh, Pump and pile, man. Give us some bad news on the economy. Say unemployment's going up. I mean, we, we want to hear it. We want to hear the bad news so the, the Fed can take their foot off the pedal. Yeah, advancing, declining today. You have 79% of stocks in the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, and AM, AMEX uh, going down, declining. 79% of stocks, only 17.6% of stocks are advancing on the day. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Keep your eyes on what happens. It's going to be some fireworks. And of course, it'll probably all come at 2.30. We'll see what happens. Last uh, four hikes, we've gone up. I've been watching that data by Bespoke that they gave out. Let's see what happens to 
tomorrow. I mean, one thing that I think you'll definitely get, though, is the iteration that the Fed wants to make sure that inflation is heading down. That's one thing I almost feel like is expected. Let's look for the unexpected, right? And then to see what happens from there. Yeah, and good old blue, you know, when we had blue on a couple months ago and we tried to be, you know, optimistic about the, uh, you know, the uh, when inflation was going to come down and he sat us down and said, boys, it takes a long time. And uh, that's certainly uh, bearing out in the markets. We'll have blue on on Thursday, blue pumpman from the CME to give us his uh, outlook outlook after the big interest rate move three quarters uh if they go at stick hide out under your desk folks uh that would be a be a bad it almost feels like we're destined to have a bad day anyways but there's one one thing that all of us market market participants participants like is that hey and, and things can change in a dime especially in this market oh uh, mitch why don't, why don't you tell everyone what uh what you got on your docket for the rest of the week yeah, so it's going to be fun, definitely, uh, to kind of give you guys the inside scoop in the New York Stock Exchange. You know, one of the things is this has been closed off to the public since, of course, uh, kind of the 9-11 situation that happened. And now you can only get in if you got the inside, you know, if you know somebody that works there. So if you know anybody that works there, definitely give them a shout out. Maybe they can get you in also. But what I will do for you guys is give you guys the tour I'm going to definitely have some fun because I'm going to be there from around 1.30 to 4, probably 4.30, 5 p.m. tomorrow. So I will be watching right when that FOMC conference is going on and kind of usually the fireworks happens. Let's see how the emotion is on the New York Stock Exchange floor. It's definitely going to be fun. We'll be talking with Jay Woods and also going to be doing an interview more on like kind of longer term. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be an outlook into 2023, which is something that I think is important to start looking at now. Right. We all want to be kind of, you know, thinking about trading, swing trading, day trading. But in the long run, I think a lot of us are here also with the investor mindset. Right. So we need to be looking at 2023 going forward. That's when I'm going to try to bring you guys uh, the outlook from Jay Woods. And I also will be also interviewing with Adam Johnson uh, in Central Park. That's going to be fun, too. Uh, so I got a lot you know to, how do. to do. All, you know how to do all that stuff, Mitch? You going to carry oh. a camera around or do you got to bring I, the camera guy with you? I got Rohan, my camera guy with Rohan. me. Good. Okay. All right. We got Rohan. Zoltan coming with me, Chris Ketchy coming with me, and we're also going to be covering Qualcomm Investor Day. So stay tuned for Qualcomm. We're going to also have a, a lot for you. I'm going to do my best to kind of cover that uh, investor day. It's going to be fun. There's going to be some releases that you guys need to pay attention to. Like always, stay right here on Benzinga on Monday. I'm going to do my best to get you guys a good interview. New York Stock Exchange tour on Tuesday. We got a lot coming at you next week. So stay tuned, guys. It's going to be a lot of action coming on up right here on Benzinga. Yeah. All right. And uh, of course, don't miss tomorrow. Joel Alconin and Dennis Dick pre-market prep will be held on pre-market prep uh, plus. Of course, uh, do you have the link, Joel? Maybe we'll throw that up before we get on out of here and make sure no one. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, just looking uh, at the uh, the S&Ps, uh, the rally at the close 
did not materialize. It looks like we're getting a new low for the close uh, by like 20 handles here. It looks like we're going to go off the board right at 39.70. Uh, let me get this <laughs> for you and uh, we'll check the overnight action. Uh, one thing to keep an eye on, remember the former low close in the move. And, and what I like about where that 3890 is, is it is right up there at uh, 3893. That was right up there uh, by the intraday high. So that, uh, that gives you a little more confidence that the, uh, the overnight high, uh, the Globex high folks, I don't think we're going to be seeing that unless we get some, uh, Really good news coming out. That's up at uh, at thirty six and a quarter. Uh, so, Mitch, I guess this is it for me and you uh, until Tuesday, right? Because uh, yeah, I'm going to be out uh, up Monday uh, for the Jewish holiday. And uh, boy, oh boy, I got to write my article uh, about uh, buy Rosh Hashanah, Yom, uh, sell Yum Kipper. This kind of looks like uh, if if you're so inclined to follow that, it's had uh, mixed results over the year. Uh, there's there's certainly uh, they're certainly setting it up for you. So there you go. I dropped that in there. Everyone, get a good night's rest. Back with you at uh, eight a.m. Not seven a.m. Mid safe travels. We'll be in touch. Definitely, like always, Joe. Have a great one. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And uh, here, give last little insight. Look at this, guys. Leadership. What leadership? There's only Apple up there. Everything else is in the red. Look at the big names in the red. I'm a little worried about tomorrow. We'll see what happens. But up next, you guys got HITI's CEO coming up on Cannabis Insider. Don't miss it. Come on over, guys. Let's keep it going right here on Benzinga.